0: But if that's too confusing for you, you can call us Alex and JD.
1: For some people, Pokemon are pets.
0: Others use them for battles.
1: We're here to create all new Pokemon and a world for them to inhabit. Last time we talked about the concepts for the region and the game that we'd be making together in podcast form. We decided on the name Olsia, basing it on the Pacific west coast of the United States.
0: The game titles would be Pokemon North and South, based on a map that is sort of long and stretched out, and you would move either from top to bottom or bottom to top, depending on which game you started with.
1: The games that have themes of exploration and choices and decisions and paths you make in life, getting to take all different kinds of paths throughout.
0: And finally, we developed a Pokemon, the regional Pikachu clone, (laughs) Shimeri... (laughs) Shimeri... Shimeritsu? What is that?
1: That's that's the actual that's just chipmunk. <laughs> you just want to say chipmunk. Do you
0: just want to say chipmunk. We
1: invented chipmunks.
0: <laughs> we invented a chipmunk.
1: No, all chipmunks. We just created chipmunks didn't exist before. Oh. Alvin, who's that? <laughs> we invented them. Can I
0: try again? Please. Shimaruto which is an electric chipmunk.
1: Now it's time to go and check our fame checker.
0: That we have this region, we need to populate it So Fame Checker is going to be the segment In which we develop characters To put in our game
1: Who's the first character you typically meet in a Pokemon game?
0: The Professor The
1: Professor, Unless you're playing Sword and Shield (laughs) But normally, games start with The Professor giving you a little spiel About welcome to the world of Pokemon like we did at the beginning In the games, the Professor is typically Responsible for giving you your first Pokemon And your Pokedex Not necessarily like Oak gave you the Pokédex even in Gold, Silver, Crystal, Mm while Elm only gave you the Pokémon. And sometimes you don't meet them straight away because like their lab is based in a different town.
0: So it makes sense that the first character that we would create for this game would be the Professor.
1: Yeah. We want to have Professor characters who do have an impact on the story. I really enjoy what they did with Sonya in the story of X and Y. They made this character who for the most part, takes on the role of the professor, like hmm. the scientifically minded character that you interact with, but gave them a proper full story arc. Yeah. I enjoyed that. And other games have had you meet up with the professors from time to time. I want to do that more. I want professors to get out there in the world a bit. Yeah. But here's the thing, I say professors because in the region of Olsia, there are going to be two different starter towns depending on which game you're playing.
0: There's a north town and a south town.
1: Yeah, and there's a few ways we can go about doing that. We could do the same thing that they did in like Black and White 2 where one town has the professor and the other game just gets you a phone call with them. But that kind of feels lame. That makes it feel like to me...
0: Unbalanced. Yeah,
1: it's like we're saying this one town is the real starter town and you're in the fake not real starter town. Mm-hmm. It was a really cool way to do it in Black and White 2. Like, you have the first gym is in your hometown. It's True. the biggest hometown a player's ever had. Compared to some games where...
0: It's four houses.
1: Oh, I mean, like, X and Y was like two
0: houses.
1: (laughs) In Sun and Moon? You don't even live in a starter town. You live on Route 1. Which is a cool thing to do. Yeah. But I like the classics. The classics? Yeah,
0: I like a town. I like a town. Yeah.
1: Especially, it's our first game. Mm -hmm. You know, there have been many games. But this is our first game.
0: Yeah. So the concept that you had in mind, this yeah. is something that we've talked about a little bit already. You proposed having two professors. Yeah. One that is stationed in the northern part of Olsea And one that is stationed in the southern part of Olsea.
1: And each of them would be responsible for giving out a Pokédex and Giving out starter Pokémon Etc Yeah, and interacting and fulfilling that mentor kind of role
0: Both equally valid professors
1: It's a bit of a minor point in the games But each professor is described as having a specialism as well Typically professors these days are often given specialisms that tie in the game's thing So yeah. Professor Magnolia specialized in Dynamax Pokémon, of course Yeah,
0: yeah Professor
1: Kukui specialized in moves Because of Z Z Z moves moves, But that game also introduced Samson Oak Who specialized in the regional variants Because Alola introduced regional variants for the first time
0: That's the regional Alolan Alolan Professor Professor Oak
1: Oak. Yeah, which is a thing that exists
0: (laughs) It's delightful It's silly So our professor should have a specialty
1: Yes as part of including them more in the storyline and tying into the themes of choices and everything, I like the idea that our professors haven't discovered their specialties yet. Oh. And throughout the gameplay, they're kind of like, yeah, I'm here to give you a Pokemon and complete a Pokedex and stuff for research, but I don't really know what I'm focused on. Yeah. And so throughout what you're doing, they get the chance to find their path in life.
0: So are these relatively young professors?
1: Younger, yeah. Yeah. Than like... Magnolia, the most recent one, who is a grandmother. Yeah,
0: but not so much Sonya.
1: No. Who's like...
0: Too young to be a professor These are like grad students
1: Yes, (laughs) Elm was introduced as a very young Professor as well, he was kind of described as being Kind of like a prodigy who'd gotten further In life than you'd expect him to Mm -hmm. Our characters would be newly qualified As professors, they've been newly stationed in their labs To give out Pokemon and everything
0: Yeah, JD proposed the idea That since We introduce ourselves as the professors And (laughs) We're from different countries And we're a couple, we've been Uh, together for nearly eight years now
1: More than eight years
0: (gasps) Oh, we just had our anniversary! (laughs) It's been officially eight years We've been together for eight years and the majority of that relationship has been long-distance So consider...
1: The professors are in love!
0: The professors are in love (laughs) and they're in a long-distance relationship
1: We've got some ideas about what the professors are going to specialize in as well but that ties more into the gameplay mechanics we're going to make for our region, like the unique aspects, like Dynamaxing, like Z moves, like Mega Evolutions, all that kind of stuff.
0: We're going to have our own thing.
1: But we're going to save that for another time because we've got plenty to get on with for now.
0: And we don't really know what we're doing right yet.
1: Because we're new professors starting out on our journeys.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> ah, it's flavorful.
0: Yeah. So there's two professors, they're Mm. in love
1: But, still important Mm -hmm. Our professors need tree names Yes We can't just call them in-game professors fierce and fierce Especially as they're not supposed to be married yet like we are
0: Yes So what's your favourite tree? (laughs) Oak? Mine's an oak
1: (laughs) We're both Professor Oak Pay no minds to previous Professor's Oak I'm gonna take a tree that just shares my initial Especially as when I got married I changed my name Mm. And just kept my initial Yeah So like, I'm thinking like Professor Fern but there's also like a fur
0: Fur is good Fur is very Pacific Northwest
1: Do you want fur? And I'll be fern
0: Fern, fern? Yeah Well, fern isn't a tree
1: Well, back to the drawing board then, I guess
0: <laughs> There, were, I'm sure there are other trees that start with F Fig? Fig So fur and fig That's cute They're both three-letter words, too
1: <laughs> F-I-letter Yeah Alright, I'm Professor Fig
0: And I'll be Professor Fur. Or do you want me to be Fig?
1: Okay, I'm Professor Fur.
0: I'll be Professor Fig. I like trees.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So we have Professors Fur and Fig.
0: Yeah. Of
1: the Olsea region who give out some Pokemon. What Pokemon? Who knows?
0: We'll find out soon.
1: You Uh also want to talk about the player characters.
0: Yeah, every game has sort of like a base... Player character. Yeah. Like, yes, they've become incredibly customizable. You can yeah. change your hair and your outfit and your skin color and hair color. Like yeah. you can change everything. But even when you can customize your character to all heck, there is a base character that remains. And that's the character you see in the trailers. That's sure. the character that might show up in the anime.
1: The like, default.
0: Yeah. They have like a starting aesthetic.
1: Okay. I'm please. S-
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the fashion is 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 something that I can Is it plaid? Yes? <laughs> All right. Okay, bear with me. Okay, so depending on if you're starting in the north or south, you'd have very different fashion. Because okay. the way that I'm I'm picturing okay. this is if you start in the north, that's going to be like the furthest north section. That's going to be the coldest area in the game. It's going to be icy, going to be, you know, cold. You're going to be wearing hats, scarves, boots, jackets, beanies. Okay. You know, like cozy. Sure. yeah. Probably a plaid coat or something. (laughs) Very Pacific Northwest.
1: Who could have seen that coming?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Look. Let me do it. Let me have this. And on the other hand, if you're starting in the southern part of the region, you would be wearing shorts or tank tops, a sun hat. Shades. Yeah, sunglasses. I do have sunglasses written down. Flip flops. (laughs) Yes, flip flops. (laughs) I want the two starting areas to be equal. Like, I don't want one to just be...
1: The main... this, This is the real starting one. We're gonna... Like, for the other game, you get to go and start in that weird other place.
0: Yeah. So an idea that I was toying with was... In the southern region, you'd start in Southern California. Surfer vibes. Okay. In the northern section, you would start in some small snowy mountain town, maybe? Snowboarder vibes. (laughs) Those are your two sporty... I don't know if you've ever met a snowboarder or a surfer, but they are exactly the same. (laughs) (laughs) It is the same personality. Okay. So, like, those would be the, the, the reference points. You're in the little... This is getting into describing the towns as well as the characters because that has a lot to do with how people are. I don't want to get too much into the towns, but an idea would be that you're in like a small surfer town or a small like ski town. And so they're kind of like sporty equivalents on opposite.
1: Cool. So rather than having particular like stock, this is the default boy, this is the default girl. We have like a default, how that kind of how they're dressed for each game to appear in trailers.
0: Yeah. Default fashion Yeah
1: So those are our professors and our players
0: Did you want to give the player a name? Like a gender neutral all encompassing Mm -hmm. Just this is the player name Rather than having two separate ones
1: I kind of just like going old school though And just call them north and south Okay I like it old school Does north start in the north or in the south? Are they the protagonist of Pokemon north or Pokemon south?
0: South (laughs) To which question? North starts in the north
1: So is the protagonist of Pokemon south? Yes Okay So we've got our professors, Professors Fur and Fig.
0: And we've got our players, North and South.
1: So now it's time to go and check on the town map. So the concept of
0: having two starting towns lends itself to a lot of really interesting things that you can do. And like I was saying, with the sort of fashion vibes that I was giving for the characters, you could have a very distinct... Surfer town and then a ski Mm -hmm. town, and those are very distinct but similar subcultures that you could play on and have them be equivalents but in different places.
1: So it's just like a fun little flavour thing. The town in the north of the region could have like a ski lodge. Yeah. The town in the south can have, well, it can be beachside and have a surf shack. What do they have for beaches?
0: Is a surf shack? A surf shack's gotta be a thing.
1: Surf shack!
0: Why not? I don't know. I d- I'm not from California. I have been to a ski lodge. I've never mm. been surfing. Can you tell I'm from Morgan? Yeah.
1: <laughs> so starter Towns in the past. The first few games, they were very simple. They were pretty much the same thing. You have your house, your rival's house, the mm-hmm. professor's lab, and maybe another house.
0: Mm-hmm. So this could potentially be the small town, but it's kind of a touristy Ooh. location.
1: Oh, I like the tourism angle.
0: Yeah. That's fun. Then you get people traveling. Mm-hmm. From the other section. Yeah, and
1: you meet someone, you just meet like an NPC who's like, wow, I'm from this other part of the region where it's completely different.
0: Yeah, and they're from the other starting town. Yeah,
1: naturally you still got to have someone talking about the power of science and how amazing (laughs) it is. Yes,
0: of course. I did have some other potential concepts for starting towns. Like I said, that like having two of them lends itself to some really interesting dichotomies. Mm -hmm. I considered instead of like a small town, more of a small suburb maybe like a small suburb kind of outside of vancouver or seattle somewhere like that versus Mm -hmm. outside of la and have you start closer to the larger cities Mm. there's also i had an idea about sort of generic small towns but each one is a farm town all up and down the west coast there's all kinds of farms especially in california but i grew up in a town that grows cherries (laughs) and like i'm in oregon so you could have in the south and the north, different crops bordering, like it's the mm. like same town layout with just like different crops bordering it mm. is a fun idea.
1: That brings me to another point. The first two generations, the towns actually had multiple ways in and out, mm-hmm. which has mostly been done away with. More recent small towns at the beginning, they're just the one town and there's a very linear routes as a result. I really like having something off of those towns and having like, so like a farming area, that can be fun. Yeah. And like maybe that's like where you go and explore some Pokemon for the first time before you then go onwards.
0: Yeah. Like these, these are just a few different ideas. We could combine a few of these. Oh,
1: Absolutely. So because in the different game you would encounter the alternate town very late in the game,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I kind of like the idea of like maybe there's some post-game areas that come off of your town as well. Sure, yeah. It's so like some areas that for whatever reason, and it's not going to be because someone just stands there saying, you can't come here until you're as good as the champion. Because <laughs> I hate that. I hate when NPCs just stand there and say, you're not allowed to come here because gameplay. <laughs> Have an actual like thing that stops you going that way.
0: Yeah, there's a Storlax in the road.
1: Our starting towns can have some kind of barrier along those lines that prevents you getting to a further area. I kind of like the mountaintop town and the beach town.
0: I just realized that's also very fun because literally sea level and then so much above sea level, like that's also a really fun difference. But they're also on sort of equal levels of extremes.
1: Yeah. So you've got those are the starting towns. Part of reason I like that is then you don't have to like make your way up a mountain to get to that part really early in the game. Mm. And then off of those, they've got their own crop that they're growing little areas and then you have to get through either a desert or a tundra in order to get to this post-game area and that's in the opposite direction that you would explore yeah and so like you can't get through those Ruby and Sapphire had the go-go goggles that you needed to use in order to go through the desert because the sandstorm was so fierce. so you have it so that there's a sandstorm or a snowstorm that's too fierce to get through until you get something that lets you explore those areas later on
0: yeah something very much like that would be great yeah
1: I think the last main thing we really need to discuss for making these towns is the town names
0: this is harder
1: I've got some (laughs) thoughts. <laughs> so, uh-huh. town names, traditionally they all shared a theme throughout them. So, in Kanto, mm-hmm. they were all colours, and you started in Palette Town. In Johto, they were all named after trees. You started in New Bark Town. They've all got feelings of beginning, except for Galar, which just had the most beautifully perfect English names. But- <laughs> a lot harder to get with American names for a lot of reasons. Like They yeah. draw on a lot of different sources.
0: Yeah, American town names are all over the place. Like A lot of them are named after people. Some of them are named after Native American words for things.
1: Yeah, and a lot of the understandings like some names is lost.
0: Yeah, like we were looking this up recently. No one knows why Oregon is called Oregon. There are
1: so many theories, but no one's really sure.
0: We don't know why it was called that.
1: You mentioned that a lot of American places are named after famous people. I've got two suggestions based on that for origin. One, the places could be named after famous and important people from throughout the Pokemon world. Oh,
0: that's cute. Which
1: really plays into the idea, again, of the melting pot.
0: Yes, that's very American. Yeah. Right?
1: Or, they could be named after Pokemon from oh, around the world.
0: Yeah. And I don't
1: know which version I like better.
0: Hmm. <laughs> I think naming towns after Pokemon, while that is very cute, could get confusing.
1: Sure. And I think some areas are sometimes named after Pokemon anyway. Like, yeah. Alola has, like, an Executor Island, right? Yeah, I think, sure. I
0: think things like that are better named after pokemon
1: oh so town names can be based on people mm-hmm. and other areas can be named maybe after pokemon or other things related to pokemon
0: yeah, yeah. okay
1: i like that a lot yeah we get the best of both <laughs> so we can name them after professors from around the world gym leaders the elite four and champions okay. all those important figures so we've got two starting towns so we need to come up with two names based on that drawing from other characters that also convey that feel of being new and at the beginning
0: that makes me think characters from like the original games okay so, sure. Like, that's where you're starting and then the second thing you said was that they'd have to be like extremely notable and notable enough for their notoriety to have made it to this other region yeah which makes me think either really well-known gym leaders Mm -hmm. or elite four members
1: okay my immediate thought is oak but the problem with oak is that he's only one
0: yeah and that that is what i was also about to say (laughs) is that you you need two of them yeah and they have to ideally be a pair
1: Mm. Or it could be two different towns that draw on their names from oak. Okay. Like two different versions of oak, like Oakston and Oaksburg. What does Berg mean in a town name?
0: I think Berg is the German signifier for a town, isn't
1: it? Uh, Not quite. It's actually... I really like this. It's for mountain. It's oh! the German for mountain. Okay. So. Oakburg. Oakburg for the town that's in the mountain, which also draws on iceberg. Oakburg or Oaksburg? I
0: like Oaksburg. I like
1: Oaksburg too. Okay. So we have Oaksburg as the town you start in in Pokemon South, in the very north of the region. Mm-hmm. And then we need something to go down in the south of the region for Pokemon North. Okay. Like, just... Oak Beach.
0: (laughs) You say that, but here's the thing. Mm. A lot of coastal towns are just called... Blank beach
1: Can you give me some examples?
0: Caden beach Long beach Gold beach
1: Gold beach
0: mm-hmm. So
1: we could have say Red beach And we could start with The first professor And the first player As our two starter towns
0: Sure yeah I
1: think that I think that gives you That equal balance Okay I really like that
0: Yeah
1: Okay so we have Red beach The surfer town In the southern part Of Alsea. <laughs> and we have Oaksburg The mountain Alpine Ski lodge town Up in the north Where you start in Pokemon south Yeah That's really good I yeah, love those That's
0: delicious for. Okay,
1: we've got our two starter towns, Red Beach and Oaksburg. Woo. You know what it's time for now?
0: Who's that Pokemon?
1: So we do need to eventually get into our starter Pokemon, but <laughs> it's going to take us some time to make some starter Pokemon. We need something a little smaller. Yeah. But you know what else you find at the beginning of the game?
0: Birds.
1: Just a, just a bird. Just a, just a plain old bird. Every region's got one. You've got Pidgey, you got got Hoot. Halo. Picky Peck. Picky Peck. I love Picky Peck. <laughs> and most recently, Rook. Yeah. Look, I remember Corviknight. Yeah. No one remembers Rooka Early game birds follow a pretty typical mould, mostly. They started to deviate from that a bit, just to keep things fresh. Mm -hmm. Early on, they were always just a line of normal and flying-type Pokemon. All of them, apart from in Generations 2 and 3, have been three stages. Until Gen 6, they were always just normal flying. Gen 6 mixed it up with Talonflame getting that fire-type. Which which is is fun. Weird and different. Yeah. Gen 8, you've got the Rooka line that ends up with Corviknight, which is a steel it's actually, it's flying steel And Rookie D is pure flying type It's oh. not even, a, it doesn't even start as a normal oh, type neat Yeah, they shifted it up a little bit Yeah Do you have any thoughts as to what bird we should base it on?
0: I do have some ideas Hit me got, I have hmm. three pitches for you Okay First off, the one that was the most obvious to me Considering that this whole region is coastal Okay, yeah Seagull Sure But like a less cute seagull than wingle <laughs> Like, like an actual seagull A seagull that's like a Seagull that's gonna steal your fries. A
1: seagull that doesn't look like the enemies from Yoshi's Island.
0: Yeah. Second pitch. Have we had a blue jay? Uh,
1: the thing about a lot of birds, right, is they all kind of just look like a bird.
0: Well, blue jays are blue.
1: <laughs> it's true. Fun <laughs> fact. Blue, blue.
0: The thing is, blue jays are related to crows. Mm. So, like, I, there have been plenty of crow Pokemon. But, like, blue jays are, like, crows but more colourful and equally smart and mean. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes meaner than crows. <laughs>
1: You like mean birds.
0: I like mean birds. I think birds are mean. I want a bird to be mean. Okay. But hold on to that thought because for my third pitch for you is just like, I can't even remember what they're called. We just call them little brown birds. (laughs) They're everywhere all the time. They're just little, they're little and they're round and they're brown and it's just, just a tiny bird.
1: I've got a list of a bunch of animals. So Mm -hmm. here's some birds on there. So you've got what you would call a parakeet. What I know as a budgie or Uh a budgerigar. Yeah. Multiple names gives us more pun opportunities.
0: Oh, that's true. This is true.
1: Yeah. And they're very cute.
0: They are cute.
1: And the flat beat is different than you've seen on a little Pokemon birds. Yeah. They've got a bit of a different look. Hummingbirds.
0: I did think about hummingbirds, but I wasn't sure if that felt right for the, like, regional bird.
1: It could be one stage of an evolution line. That's true. Because, like, you take, like, Pidgey, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And they're all... Pigeon-ish throughout. Yeah, yeah. You take Hoot Hoot and Noctowl, and they're both owls.
0: Yeah.
1: You take Picky peck
0: mm-hmm.
1: which gets into Trumbeak, which goes into Two <laughs> You start with like a woodpecker, and you end up with a toucan.
0: Just the nose gets bigger. Just a
1: big old beaky nose. Yeah, it
0: doesn't have to always make sense. Yeah. Then you've got some
1: less typical-looking birds, right? Mm-hmm. Turkey. Ooh. There's never been a turkey Pokemon. Pokemon. I don't know. Some of these might not even be our starter bird, but maybe we'll come back to them later, da- later on.
0: Yeah, I feel like we definitely need, like, an American turkey. Kiwi. I love a kiwi. You... Ugh, ugh, a kiwi Pokemon that's, like, grass flying, and it looks like a kiwi, and also it's the fruit.
1: Peacock. There isn't a peacock Pokemon.
0: There hasn't been a peacock Pokemon? There hasn't been
1: a peacock Pokemon.
0: Pokemon.
1: <laughs> There's some options. Yeah. For the male, at least. for pe- In Peafowls, the peacocks. Mm-hmm. The males are blue. Yes. What if we start as a blue jay and end up as a peacock? <laughs>
0: But one of those weird ones where like, they evolve into different ones.
1: Like Unpheasant, the male version had those big pink quills coming off of its head. Whereas mm. the female version was a lot less Yeah colourful. Pokemon starter birds usually tend to be more like on the physical side, physical attackers. Mm. All except for Hoot Hoot and Noctowl, which were more special attackers and used like some psychic moves. What if we had another special attacker focused bird? Okay. So like this peacock that's got some like psychic powers the way it freaks people out with its tail feathers. Ooh,
0: I like that. Yeah. It- like intimidate as a yeah ability yeah is that an ability?
1: Uh, uh, intimidate is very much an ability it's one of the most common and most popular abilities <laughs> it ma- and it lowers the opponent's attack you could still have like cute charm because the whole point of those is to, to attract yeah yeah yeah. Ooh, maybe fairy type. Oh, okay, yeah. I was thinking about it, because I was thinking like psychic felt kind of boring. I like that. Maybe we do it again where we do the flying as the primary type. It mm-hmm. starts off as pure flying. Yeah. And becomes flying fairy when it's fully evolved. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I
0: like that.
1: Yeah. Okay, the only thing that's left then is we need to name this three-stage peacock blue jay thing.
0: Okay, so let's start with the first form.
1: hmm PJ.
0: <laughs> no. No? <laughs> no. <laughs> Before we start working on puns mm-hmm. and names, I feel like it would be helpful for me if we sort of s- defined a little bit better what each of the stages are.
1: Mm-hmm. So you can start off very much blue jay-like. Yeah. And they've got a very distinct look. Yes. With very prominent tail feathers. Yes. Which lends to then blending towards the peacock. Yeah. The tail. Kind of form.
0: The tail gets bigger as it as it gets bigger.
1: Mm. We've mentioned we could have a gender difference, and I do get it because they're not even peacocks. The actual gender neutral term is. Mm Peafowl, but we just say Peacock because they're the iconic ones, right? Nobody cares about female Unpheasant because it's so boring and bland.
0: Correction. No one cares about Unpheasant.
1: Also true. (laughs) Another case. Pyro. Mm. The male lion has got the big fiery mane.
0: Okay, but (laughs) there are also loads of Pokemon where the female is the more important one. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely.
1: But... If we just have this kind of blandish bird looking thing again, we mm. get into another situation where no one cares about it. Sure. Maybe we fictionalize it a bit because it's Pokemon. But maybe the female, they just have different colored feathers.
0: Okay, sure. Yeah, yeah.
1: And we're not going to do what they did with Jellicent, where it's just the boy is blue and the girl is pink. Yeah. So then that middle stage.
0: Yeah. Have you seen a peacock with its tail down? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm thinking kind of like that. Like it's got kind of a long tail, mm. but it's not up.
1: N- but not that long.
0: Not that long. No, no, no. Longer. Yeah.
1: It's also starting to get a bit of a longer neck.
0: Yes. But yeah. Not, yeah. It's just, not just not kind of like big. stretched out a little bit. Yeah. But not fully there.
1: Yeah. It's head is maybe longer, but isn't up yet. Yeah. Which would give it like a more distinct look over the final form where its head is very upright. Yes. Okay, so we've got this little Blue Jay Pokemon that becomes part Blue Jay, part p foul in the middle. And goes on to be much more P-Fowlish. Mm-hmm. They're going to be a very colourful evolution line. Yes. So, let's use that for the names.
0: Okay.
1: J is a very strong descriptor. J is descriptor. good.
0: Um, what are some other blue words?
1: Cyan. Azure. Navy.
0: Do you like J-V? Okay. Like J-A-Y-V-E-E?
1: So then we, we end up with a bridge between them. So I, sh- I want to go to the last stage first and then get like a middle name in between okay. that. Okay, sure. So we've got... The peacock, p pea, hen, pe fowl Pokemon, colorful, color fowl.
0: Color fowl is so good.
1: <laughs> it's a color fowl Pokemon.
0: It is a color fowl Pokemon. <laughs> I love that. Okay,
1: J V going up to color fowl. Where do we get in the middle? Something that bridges the blue to the colorful and the blue J to the Peafowl. fowl. So okay, the actually like, genus name for Peafowl fowl comes is like. Pavo, like pave and Animal Crossing, yeah, which yeah. I haven't got before. <laughs> so you can take that pavo. Then you've got some similar sounds there we've already using. It's like Jv you can go into like pave. I
0: don't like pave. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it's okay.
1: Well, what do you think then?
0: Okay, so something colorful, kind of vibrant. Do like a vibrant.
1: Okay, so you've still got that V. Okay. So the first bird you're going to encounter is likely to be Jv. And if you catch one of those, you can evolve into your Vibrant. And finally, the dazzling Colourfowl!
0: <laughs> this is delightful.
1: Okay. So, to summarise, we've come up with our professors of our region Professors Fur and Fig. Yeah. We've got our player characters, North and South.
0: hmm. Our starting towns, Red Beach and Oaksburg.
1: Yep. And finally, we've come up with our early game bird Pokemon, JV, which evolves into Vibrant and finally Colourfowl. Thank you very much for listening to Pokémakers.
0: Pokémakers is part of the Pocket Podcast Network.
1: You can find other cool shows on the network, such as...
0: Green Mountain Mysteries.
1: No Dice.
0: And also our other podcast, Sorted.
1: You can find Pokémakers on Twitter, at Pokémakers.
0: Or you can find us both individually. I'm at Pichu, P-T-C-H-E-W.
1: And I'm at Codename JD. Our theme music is by Mike Freitag,
0: And it's so good!
1: We love it so much. We haven't had a chance to gush about it yet because when we recorded our previous episode, we hadn't heard it yet.
0: It's so good. We love it.
1: Thank you, Mike.
0: Uh, You can find Mike at Admiral Amara on Twitter.
1: If you have suggestions for Pokemon features, anything else you'd like to see us explore in PokeMakers, tweet them at us.
0: And until next time. Go on.
1: New podcast. How do?
0: Gotta catch them all.
1: Gotta make them all. (laughs)
0: Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket. Do you like the Dresden Files novels, tabletop role-playing games, improv, adventure, or butt jokes? If not, I don't know if we can help you. Hi there, this is Michael, the host and game master for Green Mountain Mysteries, a Dresden Files RPG actual play podcast about four ersatz heroes fighting wizards and monsters in Burlington, Vermont come for the grand urban fantasy adventure full of diverse characters stay for the many butt jokes seriously one of the players is playing a proctologist It's just chef's kiss you can listen to new episodes of green mountain mysteries every wednesday on the pocket podcast network or wherever fine podcasts are sold